Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning! Welcome to Breakfast with Cat for Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, just the best dentist that there is. You need to call him, take control of your dental health. 317-849-2933 is the number. Those are the numbers you put in. And then somebody's going to say, Hi, uh, this is today's dentistry. I can help you. And they will. Let's talk about sports. Last night, Purdue, a great win in Columbus. Uh, You know what? Ohio State is a really good team, and especially at home, and Purdue got it done against Ohio State. They win 67-65. Jaden Ivey with a three-pointer with five seconds left. That provided the difference. And then on the other end, Purdue smartly fouled. So Ohio State couldn't hit a game-tying three. Smart. That's the Boilermakers smart. Matt Matt Painter is doing a hell of a job with this team. Ivy Ivy was terrific last night. They are 6-3 in the Big Ten, won their last four. The Boilermakers playing really good basketball, really fun to watch. I got some splashback on social media last night. People not happy on Twitter, Uh, Ohio State fans, the physical nature of the Boilermakers. That's basketball, baby. That's what you do. Contact does not equal a foul. Get over yourselves. You don't think you got a good whistle? I think you're wrong. I think the more physical team, the more aggressive team, of course, has the advantage because they're more physical and more, uh, you know, they're attacking. This is what, to the aggressor, goes the spoils. That's life in basketball. And if you don't like it, you know what? Get in the weight room, bulk up, and get more physical yourself. Butler last night, a win at DePaul, 67 53 Butler's defense was smothering, held the Blue Demons to one-third from the field. They hit 33 and a third percent, 19 of 57. They also hit just one-sixth of their three-point attempts. Uh, Really, really good. Yeah, really good stuff from DePaul last night. Uh, Jair Bolden with 22 points. Uh, Bryce Enzi with uh, a bunch of rebounds, had 14 rebounds. Butler, when they played defense the way they played defense last night, when they figure out, this is what you see with basketball teams, especially this time of year. The, fl- the switch flips. They figure out that they need to compete for 40 minutes in order to win. Purdue, Butler, they are never going to be ta- talented enough just to show up in an opponent's gym and get a W in conference play. That just is not going to happen ever, ever, ever. You're not going to be that talented at Purdue at Butler. So you better work harder, and you better work longer. And if you take your foot off the gas for a minute, teams are going to catch up, pass you, and beat your ass. That's what's going to happen in basketball, and that is what Indiana has not yet figured out. Indiana's got a game tomorrow night, and you hope for the best. You fear the worst because they're going to be playing Iowa. And, and that's going to be a tough quarry for the Hoosiers. Uh, Pacers tonight against the Mavericks, 7 o'clock at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Karis LeVert spoke to the media yesterday via a Zoom, a Zoom call. 
and said he doesn't know what that mass is on his kidney yet, doesn't know whether it's a malignancy or not, and is thankful for the trade for a variety of reasons. But number one on that list is that it might have saved his life. If not for the Pacers being as diligent as they were in their pre-draft exam or their pre-trade examination, maybe Levert doesn't find that mass and uh, whatever that is might have spread. Let's hope that it's just kind of one of these cysts that is benign and can be removed and everybody moves on happily with their lives. Let's hope that that's the case. Uh, but tonight against the Mavericks, the Pacers going to be without Warren, Lamb, Lavert, and uh, Turner is being listed as out, although yesterday in an email, the Pacers said that Miles Turner is day-to-day. Miles Turner with some kind of a, an avuncular or something like that, uh, although I don't think that's the word, fracture of his right hand. It's not displaced. It's not going to need surgery. It's not, that's not funny. My lack of vocabulary is what's funny. So Miles Turner likely out tonight as well. Those are four pretty big weapons for Nate Bjorkman's team. Not going to be able to play tonight for, uh, for the Pacers. The NCAA tournament, that schedule has been released. Uh, and and it's just completely insane, and it's going to be so much fun. I just I can't wait for it. Even the play-in games, I can't wait for. Those games are going to be played on Thursday, March 18th at Assembly Hall and Mackey Arena, and then you're going to have the first round games on that Friday, the 19th, Saturday, the 20th, second round games, the tw- uh, 21st and 22nd. Um, Let me make sure I've got that right, because it is a little bit confusing. It's not typical. Usually, first-round games are Thursday, Friday, second-round games, Saturday, Sunday. Now you shove those forward a day, so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and those games are going to be played. The first-round games are going to be played at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, Lucas Oil Stadium, Hinkle Fieldhouse, Indiana Farmers Coliseum, Mackey Arena, and Assembly Hall. The second round games, you strip Mackey Arena and Assembly Hall from that list of venues. Uh, And those will be in typical TV windows. Then you get to the Sweet 16. And the Sweet 16 are going to be played Saturday and Sunday, March 27th and 28th. Those will be played at Bankers Life Fieldhouse and Henkel Fieldhouse. And those games will not be in typical TV windows. They're going to be played in their own individual windows. So we're going to be able to sit and watch all eight Sweet 16 games, one after another, on that Saturday and Sunday, four in a row on either side of the bracket. I can't wait for this. It's going to be fantastic. And then the Elite Eight games are going to be played on the following Monday and Tuesday at Lucas Oil Stadium. Final four, the traditional days, Saturday, uh, April 3rd, and then Monday, April 5th. And then we're all done, God willing, and the creek don't rise, right? So I, I, March Madness is truly going to be mad, and it's going to be Hoosier hysteria. And while I, I, I get this, you know what? Indiana can still make this tournament. They're still good enough to make this tournament if the switch flips. And they start playing really good basketball for 40 minutes every night. They throw it up, all right? You can still get there. But even if Indiana isn't in it, it is going to be in Indiana. And that's going to make it a lot of fun. Uh, The Colts, this is at IndyStar.com. The Colts should do what it takes to get a franchise quarterback. I don't know what that means. i got to be honest. I I know that the writers of the articles don't write the headlines. But that's crazy, and that's not what Chris Ballard's going to do. 
Chris Ballard is not going to do whatever it takes. That means whatever it is, all right? Whatever the cost is as assessed by the entity with whom you're doing a deal, you are going to have to capitulate to whatever they want in order to get a franchise quarterback. First of all, teams don't jettison franchise quarterbacks ever. You've got to be really, really cautious about acquiring a franchise quarterback because in all likelihood, they're damaged goods. Or the team doing the deal wouldn't do the deal because franchise quarterbacks don't come down the track every day. If you need to trade, if you need to offer more than the value of that franchise quarterback, you shouldn't do the deal. Chris Ballard, as we've seen in his four years as general manager here, is nothing if he is not prudent. He is a prudent guy. If he can do the right deal and get a a franchise-level quarterback, he's going to do that. All right? If not, he's not going to do it. He's got timing is everything. If you need to kind of struggle through another year, and this wasn't really a struggle. They went to the playoffs, right? First round, they were eliminated, got beat by the Bills, barely, but got beat by the Bills. And, and Phillip Rivers, in the last two and a half minutes, wasn't able to convey the offense down the field to a place where Blankenship could kick a game-tying field goal or push it into the end zone for a win. That's true. You saw the lack of dynamism and what that cost the Indianapolis Colts. But if you need to wait a year to get the right guy, then you need to wait a year to get the right guy. We saw what happened in the mid to late 90s, right? Colts, you know what? You got Harbaugh, you got Erickson, you got all these guys. And, and, and so in 1997, things cratered for the Indianapolis Colts. The result of that cratering, Peyton Manning is the number one overall draft pick, all right? So it's about timing. If the Colts had found a better answer to the quarterback question in 1997, you don't draft Peyton Manning and you don't have over a decade of sustained success. That's the way it is. So you've got to do the right deal at the right time and trust your process. That's what Chris Ballard should do. That's what he is going to do. Uh, I use running in place. Archie, this is from Clay. Uh, Archie squeezes the fun out of the game. Boy, is that not the truth. Does Indiana look like it's having any fun whatsoever? Maybe he's recruited a bunch of guys who don't enjoy the game of basketball. I don't know. But you watch IU. That is not a team having a good time playing. That is not a team playing loose and free and fun. And when you watch other teams, you watched Jaden Ivey yesterday. Jaden Ivey was having fun. Jaden Ivey couldn't throw the ball in the ocean for the better part of that game. And late, he hit a couple of threes because he was loose and he trusted himself. And that's what freshmen need to do. Uh, Don Sutton died Monday of cancer, 75. Don Sutton's a guy who I always thought belonged in the Hall of Good. I would say that Don Sutton was kind of baseball's answer to Phillip Rivers, where he was just good. But you know what? He wasn't. And, and I think over the course of a long career, he proved himself in the following way. And this is a way that I think that he's very similar to Phillip Rivers, too, is that in 756 starts, he never missed a turn in, his, in the rotation. The only time in his first 21 seasons as a starting pitcher for the, the Dodgers and I think then the Brewers at that time, that he, that he, didn't, uh, he didn't pitch 200 innings, the only season was a strike short in 1981 season. He won 324 games. He 
showed up for work every day. That's what greatness is. That's what great does. You show up. You do your job. You get it done. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this Wednesday, shall we? Uh, Rich Rennick, happy birthday. Michael Berry, happy birthday. The great Kimbo Booker. Kenny Booker celebrating her birthday. Mel, Matt Wilkening, happy birthday. Bill Eidelot, happy birthday. Sandra Chapman, Shelley Walters, uh, Adam Ritz, Chris Tooley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. Do that with an honest and specific compliment. Lift somebody. Don't pull somebody down. Don't make somebody feel worse about themselves. We only got each other in this life, right? So let's make this life as good as we can for each and every one of us. If all of us just lift one person up today, that's a whole lot of lift. Let's go.